Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. So for anyone listening to this that works from home and has a dog, big or small, doesn't matter, why is it that they always seem to pipe up when you're doing something important like a coaching call with a client or you're recording a podcast like this, for example? I don't know. Maybe you can send me a DM on Instagram and let me know why you think that happens. But Anyway, I know the dog features in pretty much every episode of this podcast, so I thought I would share that one because I'm sure that some of you can relate and I just had to calm my dog down for about the third time to try and get this podcast episode out. But luckily I have a nice iced coffee here. I normally don't drink any coffee in the afternoon, so We'll see what happens with this episode, shall we? Anyway, today we're here to talk about magnetic communication, having a magnetic presence. And we're specifically talking about cam on camera, right? Because I think this is the, the goal that a lot of people have. It's the thing that they want to have a breakthrough in. And then maybe they'll look at speaking in public. But initially we start out, we're practicing on camera for things like Instagram or for a Facebook Live, for a YouTube video. And we want to be magnetic because being magnetic feels good. You know that your audience is connecting with what you're saying. If you're very magnetic, they're taking action on what you're saying and hopefully they're connecting with you to become a client or purchase something from you. That is the end result of really good magnetic communication. You'll also probably get referrals too because you'll be entertaining, you'll be interesting and so whatever you're sharing will get shared with other people. When it comes to magnetic communication, there are four P's. P, the letter P, like a potato, <laughs> like a pear. <laughs> and so these four P's are really important to keep in mind as you are doing this work, as you are building your experience and building your confidence on camera. And I think it's really interesting that we get a lot of coaches or creative business owners coming to us wanting to develop the skill, wanting to become more confident. Because I don't know about you, but when I was little and I'm talking primary school age to maybe early teens, I really loved performing and I loved doing theater sports and I did competitive aerobics and I loved speaking. There was 
the annual speech competition and things like that. And admittedly, look, I went to a really small Catholic school, so I kind of had an advantage, but I did okay at it. And I had a love for it, more importantly. I really got up there and did it because I loved it. And I probably had very little fear of embarrassing myself, even though I probably did embarrass myself. And then, you know, I'm not sure what really happened. I'm pretty sure that a series of circumstances over the years, things that happened to me in my teenage years and then moving into the practice of architecture and that's quite serious business and there's a certain way that you have to show up and it's expectations and a lot of the times only certain people had the opportunities to present to clients and had those major roles where they're communicating uh, at this presentation type level. So all that said, a few years ago when I started to, well, started my business and realized that I was probably going to have to speak in public at some stage, but it really started to click for me when I began my practice of kundalini yoga. And this really rekindled a love for speaking and a, a love of it so much that I wanted to get better at it. And I was looking for opportunities to speak in public, but also more face to camera work. Pretty simple stuff, not not huge, huge goals, although, you know, some of us ha do have big goals where we might want to speak in front of a few hundred people and that's certainly on my goal board for one day. But I knew that, okay, the starting point is can I speak to the camera? Can I do a podcast? All of these things. So needless to say, once I started practicing kundalini yoga, I, I realized that a lot of what I had thought being good at speaking was about was true except that there was this other level and there's this next level that helps us to be really magnetic because I think actually what happens when someone's magnetic is we're not just hearing the words and we're not just watching them on screen or on stage but we actually feel something in ourselves. Something changes because of the words that are coming out of that person's mouth. We feel a certain way there is, if you want to call it, an, an energy exchange that happens on a deeper level that's unexplainable, but you walk away and you go, oh, wow, I was so inspired by this person or wow, I really connected with her and what she was saying. And I think that was the missing piece of the puzzle was understanding that there was this thing that you probably couldn't touch or feel, but uh, isn't physically feel, but you could feel more at an emotional level when someone was very magnetic as a speaker. And so Kundalini Yoga started to tap into that and it started to show me ways that I can grow my confidence and strengthen certain things in my body so that I felt much more energetically aligned and excited to speak and knew that 
where all that was coming from was from this really confident place because I had laid this foundation, if you will, and I'm going to go into this. And so, of course, you know, one of the ways that we can get started with that is exploring things like Instagram Reels or TikTok, these very short time frame mediums to start to build our confidence. And I think that's a fun place to start, but it's a bit more performance than perhaps communicating something that has more depth to it. And that's usually the next stage is people want to get beyond the, the Instagram stories and they want to start doing longer form con content. They might want to do a video podcast, a YouTube channel. They might want to do Instagram lives on Facebook as well. And so where do we start? Where do we start in terms of building our confidence beyond just doing the thing? Okay, so this is where these four P's come in to being a more magnetic speaker. And as I said, a lot of this is coming through from my yoga practice. So this might give you some interesting things to play around with that you hadn't previously thought about. Okay, I'm interrupting this amazing conversation for a few hot minutes because I've got something on my mind. It's been playing on my mind for a little while that I need to share with you. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is that you're probably listening to this because you love the conversations. There's lots of interesting guests that I get to bring on the show, which is great. And hopefully you get some insights that support you and your business journey. But I also imagine that you're probably in that phase of your business where you're also not going fully all in. You know, you're listening to the podcast, you're doing the courses, you're taking bits from here and there and things that you hear friends tell you that you should do. But you're still at that point where you're thinking, how is this really going to grow? How am I going to get to those goals that I really want to hit this year? This is a great year to go all in in your business. This is a great year to get off the fence and start to work on some of those areas of your business that are going to create a really clear mission for you. And when you have a clear mission, you have the clarity to set goals in line with that mission and then you know everything else that you need to refine whether it be your messaging whether it be starting an email list whether it be putting on events whatever it is that you are going to need you know the answers you know where you're going but the thing is is that a lot of us particularly myself we don't like to reach out for help. We would rather Google our way through the problem. We would try and scroll Instagram, hoping that someone might have the solution. Or like I said, we end up on podcasts and books and, and we're like kind of getting close to the answer, but all of this is not really 
moving us forward. And I've been there and we can be really reluctant to bring in support. So if this is feeling like you, if you're someone that is at this point where you want to go all in, but you know that there's some gaps and you're ready to actually reach out and get the support you need, then I would love for you to check out Creator Club. Creator Club is a business coaching membership that I run with my very talented husband. He is also a business coach and we work with coaches and creatives specifically because we have both come from those backgrounds and we love those styles of service-based businesses. And what we help you do is we help you get a plan in place. We help you get clarity around what your next steps are going to be and where the gaps are. We help you refine your messaging if that's where the work is. We ensure that your client onboarding is really dialed and that you are showing up as the leader that you need to be if that looks like bringing on help in order to do that like a VA or if it looks like hiring team members but you're not sure how to go about that then we are here to help guide you in that process so if you'd like to find out more about creator club I invite you to click the link in the show notes or Pause this and head to createaclub.link, all one word, createaclub.link, and you can find out more about how we can support you in your small business. It is an incredible community of other coaches and creatives who are in the same position as you. They know what it's like to not have a crap load of support when you are building your small business. And they will help you to become a stronger business owner so that you can hit those goals in 2022 so that you can go all in and fall in love with your business. Where do we start? Where do we start in terms of building our confidence beyond just doing the thing. Okay. So this is where these four P's come in to being a more magnetic speaker. And as I said, a lot of this is coming through from my yoga practice. So this might give you some interesting things to play around with that you hadn't previously thought about. And the cool thing is, is that we are exploring this topic this month, February, this month in Creator Club. We're talking all about magnetic communication and we've had some really incredible feedback on this so far. It's really clicking for people. And so I thought for you today, I wanted to give you a little insight into what they're learning and if these are tools that you want to get and skills that you want to grow with some support, then obviously you can reach out and find out more about Creator Club. Okay, let's dive in. So the first P is a really important one because I think this sets the tone, if you will. It helps give you some clarity 
in terms of what you are actually, what's your goal, what's your mission, who do you want to come across, how do you want to connect with people? And that is perception. So the first P is perception. And as I said, this is a really important starting point. And some of us get on camera and we just start and we start practicing, which is really great. I'll always encourage you to just start to create a practice. However, we might be doing it without any sort of intention. So what is what is my goal here? What's the intention for what I'm about to say? And so the intention helps strengthen and, and gives you some feedback and something to look for. So with perception, what essentially what we're doing is we're asking ourselves, how do I want other people to see me? And yes, this is how do I want them to see my business? But if you're a solopreneur, then you are your business. So you are the spokesperson for your business. So how do you want them to see you when you're on camera, when you speak at an event, when you communicate? It could even be your communication one-to-one with your clients as well. Like we could get right right down to the granular aspect of this as well and talk about this in terms of how you interact with clients. But when we talk about perception, how is it that we want others to see us when we're showing up in these different mediums on social media um, or in front of the camera? And as I said, the energetic part of this is asking yourself, how do I want them to feel? So how do I want the person to feel receiving what I'm about to say and perception's a funny one because ultimately we can't control how someone perceives us because they have their subconscious biases running the show they have these different narratives so they're going to be filtering what you say through that and until we are interacting with robots and things like that then maybe we don't have the ability to change how someone totally perceives us but we can set the intention of if I if I present myself in this way then I hope that I am received in that way so the thing I love about this is that this really speaks to your personal branding and a lot of personal branding is that more aesthetic level side of our business so we're talking about the graphics and the logo and the fonts and the website and to a certain degree our photographs and things like that so whilst these aesthetic things are important in terms of the graphic side of our brand how we are showing up is also a really, really key part of our brand. And in Creator Club, we teach the creators something called world building because ultimately your business is something that people interact with and you can create a whole world that they interact with. And you see this through things, mediums like gaming and fantasy novels and and that's all, that's all where world building comes from. But we can also think about our businesses as a world. And it, it essentially allows 
your clients to be characters just like you and when they enter your world there's a story that they become part of and they're trying to go somewhere so they're trying to go from a to b and most of the time when we talk about this we'll say this this is the transformation that they want to make but how does that look and feel when they enter your world? And so you're one of the leading characters in your world. So it's really important for us to build this out beyond just the visual elements in terms of the graphic side of our brand and our website, but also think about what you're wearing and then your body language and how you present yourself even on photographs, even static images, but today we're talking mostly about video content. This could even go so far as to, as to thinking about where you shoot your videos. So where you do them in terms of the spaces. Is it in your home? Do you shoot your videos inside, outside? And what sort of feeling does that also give the person that is receiving what you're about to to tell them and it's really important it's something that I think needs to be thought about there needs to be some consideration around it it doesn't mean that you build some sort of set in your home to create a, a world but you you bring parts of yourself into that this is where you get to really be authentic but you also get to play around with some of those elements that are a little bit quirky, that make you different, that make you authentic. And these then form that next layer of your brand. So the first thing we want to think about is perception. How do I want the other person receiving this to see me? How do I want them to feel? What do I want them to feel like after they've engaged with this? Do they want to be inspired? Do they want to be entertained? Do they want to be educated? Do they want to be moved? It's up to you what that looks like, but that is your first consideration. The second thing that we need to think about for magnetic communication is posture. And again, I think this is another one that we don't think about a lot but can actually affect how we appear as a brand. And the reason why we don't think about it a lot is that we're marketing our businesses on social media. It's a social platform. So there's almost a, a casualness sometimes to these platforms and we tend to go on them because we want to be entertained or inspired. And so sometimes that means that we think about our posture the least and we default to more laid back or more relaxed uh, ways of presenting ourselves in front of the camera. And I think that if you're someone that is wanting to take the next step and do longer form content, you're a coach perhaps and you want to do masterclasses, webinars, you want to present in front of an audience on Zoom calls, maybe you are creating a group program. This element of posture is actually really important. And 
we might believe that there's only one way to present because this is how we see everyone else present a masterclass or a webinar. But I want you to go back to your perception. And if you have some ideas around how you want people to perceive you, then the next thing you need to do is think about, well, am I sitting? Am I standing on video? Am I relaxed and sinking into the couch? Or am I sitting on a nice chair that keeps me upright? Um, There's all sorts of things that we can think about in terms of the angles that we make with our body, whether we lean into the camera, whether we're very uh, upright and have a strong spine and, and more open, whether we use our hands and and all of these things but it's really important to think about you still want to be authentic to you but consider how different it might feel if you were presenting standing up versus if you were presenting something sitting down okay so it can make a huge difference in terms of the way people feel and if you want to come across as a leader in your space then posture is a really important thing to consider Similar to that, when we're on camera, the other thing is eye contact. Now, sounds totally basic. You want to look at the camera, right? And you want to connect with your audience. But the thing is, is that we can do that in all sorts of different ways. We can either manipulate the angle of the camera to have us be looking upwards, be looking down on the camera, be looking straight at the camera, have the camera further away, which is going to give a certain feeling versus the camera being really close and much more intimate. And I guess the next thing in terms of posture is that a more relaxed posture might be taken as more casual and maybe sometimes a little bit distracted. You know, you're kind of looking around and thinking about everything in your environment. Or are you much more present and animated with your audience? So that's posture. That's the second P that you want to think about. The next one that we're going to talk about is projection. Projection. So here I'm primarily talking about what's coming out of your mouth, the sounds. (laughs) And as I've learned through the years of, of my Kundalini yoga practice, projection is actually very much tied into posture. There's a, there's a connection and it sounds obvious once you start to think about it. If I'm hunched over, my voice is going to sound very different to if my spine is straight and I can project the words straight out. So posture and projection are very much connected. But when we look at projection in Kundalini yoga, we are looking to strengthen a certain part of our body and we call this the navel center. So this is sitting just below your belly button. If you bring your hand right now as you're listening to this into that that diaphragm area where if you have done any vocal training or any singing, you'll know that they talk a lot about projecting your voice and how you breathe and breathing deeply as you speak or as you sing can totally change how the sound comes out. 
And so if we're someone that is wanting to come across confident and very clear, then projecting from that part of our body will aid in that as well as actually being strong in that area. So it's all tied in. If you want to have a nice, strong, clear voice when you speak, then work first on speaking from that part of your body. And sometimes it can actually mean bringing your hand to that part of your body and bringing attention to it as you speak and noticing the difference. So that alone, opening and having a strong chest as well and and having your neck upright. Because basically there's also a flow of air that's going So if through our body as we're speaking. So if we're restricting that flow of air, then it's going to come across as either very short and out of breath or our sound might be a little bit higher than if we are more open and we can let that air flow through our body and and breathing from our diaphragm. So look, I'm no vocal coach here, but there have been a couple of minor things that I've seen through the yoga practice that have now flowed into the speaking and have really, really helped it to become much more clear and confident. A couple of other things to consider with your projection, and this will also be tied into perception as well and tied into your posture. So you can see how this all works really nice to get nicely, nicely together <laughs> is your speech. What is the pace of your speech? Is there variety in the pace? Is there variety in the tone and the volume? Whether you add humor or whether you are trying to say something that's a little more serious, so maybe there's no humor involved in it. Whether you emphasize body language or not, these are all going to add dimensions to the projection of your voice. So we can play around with these things. And typically we want some variation. They talk about it in in, in terms of malady. And it, what it means is that we can lose that monotone that some people might feel they have or when they listen back to themselves they notice that they speak at just one pace and at one volume and using um, you know one octave or whatever Uh, we can change that we can go high and low and we can change our pace and we can emphasize certain words we can speed up and we can slow down so as you're listening to yourself speak think about where you're projecting from in your body and think about having some variation in your words how they come out of your mouth and the pace and and what you emphasize and whether you add humor in so I'm not going into heaps of detail here these are things I want you to think about as you are practicing and that brings me to the fourth p This is practice. Now, practice is essential for improving anything. We all know that. If anybody here is trained in anything in terms of athletic sports or in terms of your work, 
you know that practice helps make you get better. You, you're not, maybe if you have some, some genes, you have some opera singers or maybe you're, dad was a famous or your mom was a famous speaker or something like that maybe you might be genetically predisposed to speaking a certain way and and naturally doing this but I would say most of us have to put in some time and practice and that's why some of us go to Toastmasters or we get vocal coaches or we get speaking coaches because we know that we want to get better and the best way to get better is to have some someone else reflect back to us what they're hearing but also someone that can give us some of these extra tools especially around the projection piece so if you don't have that coach if you uh doing your practice on your own and you are wanting to get better the thing that you're going to need to do is reflect on your own work and that is really scary the first few times that you do that you're really you're either going to love it there will be people out there that will <laughs> love the sound of their own voice but most of us are trying to learn to love our voice again we're trying to learn to love the sound of our own voice and improve. Now, when we are doing this, we need to assume what's called second position. So essentially what this means is that you're looking at your work objectively from a constructive place. And this is something that my teacher used to talk about a lot, whether it be watching yourself in a relationship with someone else and how you behave or whether it be something like speaking on your Instagram stories. The second position is really important because essentially what you're doing is you're setting yourself aside and rather than being a mirror of of what you see you're you're looking at yourself over there so you're you're looking at yourself doing your work uh the thing is is that a lot of us when we think we're objectively looking at our work and being constructive we are actually criticizing ourselves the little voice pops up and she starts to say some really mean things and a lot of these things are stories that we have told ourselves how we look and they'll they'll overtake a genuine analysis of what you're doing so you you're no longer looking at things objectively you've just got your little voice chiming in and chipping in with little digs here and there and telling you that you're not good enough and this right and this is wrong and look at you and the list goes on and this is this is probably why people are reluctant to listen to themselves on podcasts or listen to their own work or watch themselves is because they know that that little voice is going to be the first thing to chime in so part of your practice is actually being able to practice getting into that second position and noticing some of these things around perception, around posture and around projection. So you want to review self with those three things in mind. That's really key. 
And if you're really game with this practice work, you need to look at everything that you do. You need to listen to at least a little bit of a podcast that you've recorded. You need to rewatch an Instagram live that you did. You need to rewatch stories and we're not watching to see how the analytics have done since we just looked 24 hours ago. No, we're actually looking to do a constructive analysis. And if we're clear on how we want to be perceived, then we can look at that and go, when I when I listen to myself speak or when I watch myself speak on camera, do I give myself, do I feel, do I give myself a 10 out of 10? Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, do I feel the way that I want my audience to feel? Am I using body language that makes them feel connected to me, that makes them feel calm, at ease? And there's some really great people that are doing video work, work on on Instagram and they'll even go so far as to have a dimly lit space and just just lighting their their face so that the space around them is quite dark and you don't really know where they are and they'll put a filter over the videos but it really looks and feels a certain way and it's incredibly engaging because you're not distracted by the painting on the wall or who made the cushions that are on the sofa or anything like that you're simply engaged with the person in the moment so that's going to the next level. But all of that said, it's going to take some practice and it's going to take practice watching yourself to see how your work needs to evolve over time. And I think this is really key because a lot of the time when we are first starting video work, we've probably been watching a lot of other video content on Instagram and we're watching how other people speak and there's certain people that we admire and we're inspired by and unconsciously we might pick up their tone and their pace and we might even try and look or express ourselves in a very similar way and what's most important with this practice and assuming the second position is that you feel feel like the person that's speaking to you is authentic to who they are. And obviously we don't fully know who the authentic you is uh, because there really is no you. That's just a construct that you've created over the years of thoughts and beliefs and things that you like and don't like and values and so on and so forth. But you should have a pretty pretty good idea if that's really you speaking on the other side of the camera. So there you have it. There are the four Ps for more magnetic communication. Number one, perception. So how am I making this person feel? How do I want them to feel? How do I want them to see me? What kind of person do I want to show up and represent my business or my brand as? The next thing is posture and thinking about how you sit, how you stand, 
what body language starts to come into it, whether you're looking down the camera, all of those positions and the posture that you create around that is really important. The next thing is projection. And this has to do with first where the words are coming from inside our body <laughs> and how, uh, how that makes people feel, right? Um, sometimes a big, loud, booming voice like Tony Robbins is not really how we want our people to feel. So whilst we might want to sound clear and calm and have a certain tone of voice, we might not want to be loud and booming out there. We still want to come across as ourselves. And the flip side of that is a much more higher voice that is shallow and maybe just taking like little sips of air and therefore the voice might not come across as strongly. In saying that though, if that's naturally how you talk, you don't want to go so far the other way. I think there's little tweaks that we can do and we can still sound like ourselves. And then finally, the fourth thing is practice. This is practicing, not only showing up and doing it, but showing up, doing it, and then reviewing your work. That is the hardest step. That is your biggest homework because that is actually how you are going to improve. And if you're lucky and you have the support of a coach or you have someone that will also watch your work and give you feedback based on how you want, how you decide you want to be showing up, then use that as well. Alrighty, there you have it. Another episode of the True To You podcast. As always, if you love these episodes and you find something meaningful, inspiring, interesting, please share. I would love for you to share any episodes that you love on Instagram or Facebook and never be afraid to send me a DM if there's anything that you would love for me to speak on or anything that resonated from an episode that you love and you want to go a little bit deeper, please please share with me what what you took away from the episode, especially this one. This is a great one that is going to help a lot of people we're moving into this age where unfortunately for a lot of us, this is not the case for everyone, but there is a large majority of us as small business owners that are going to have to have some sort of digital presence and some sort of presence on social media in some capacity. And what better way to show up than to show up authentically as yourself and really enjoy doing that work. <music>